3: Recorded
4: live. Hi, everyone. Welcome. It's uh, January the 18th, 2017. And this, basically, the call has to do with dealing with the courts. I have Russ on. And I have another person on. So you guys can take the... uh
2: Oh, who's, on the menu?
5: who's on the menu tonight? Who's on the menu? <laughs> you are, Russ. You're on the menu. Oh, right.
2: Don't, don't serve me. I don't want anybody to cook me. Don't cook me.
5: I haven't done anything. I think, I think we're all in a little pot of hot water, you know, as things go these days. Yeah. But, uh,
2: yeah. yeah. So I was told you were
5: going to go
4: Go ahead, Roy, go ahead and uh, ask questions to Russ. I'm going to let you guys have the floor.
5: Well, Russ, I'm I'm not familiar with you and I'm not quite, I I don't really know your position and what you've been going through, but I'm a a fellow who's gone through uh, many years of dealing with the state courts and foreclosure and uh, being completely ignored in every aspect and every turn that was done. From the get go, out of the box. So, um, I guess it's kind of conversations about uh, what took place and what could change and uh, uh, how to get these uh, things remedied. Because obviously, the state courts are doing it to everybody across the state, across the nation. I don't see a whole lot of people getting any traction from state courts. But I do see an awful lot of people trying to sell methods and the products and packages and this and that and the other thing to uh, this secret thing. Uh, so I don't know what your thoughts are on that kind of stuff.
2: Well, first first of all, I've got to say <clears throat> it's a pleasure meeting you on the phone. Yes. And I sure. must say that the, the horror, the horror that you've experienced is the horror that's been visited upon innocent people across the country. And I'll tell you right now, my friend, I am literally disgusted and beyond horrified about what these people are doing. And I'll tell you right off the cuff right now, I, I, I've never said this before. Uh, if people if people think that they're living in the state of, I don't care what state they are, I don't care whether the state of Kansas, <clears throat> excuse me, state of whatever it is, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as a state of the county that you're living in. All these things, these entities from the city the county, the state, and the federal. This is one criminal and I'm talking about I'm just putting it lightly, one criminal organization. And I'm looking at this entity up there in DC. It's called the Department Store. And these 50 states are nothing but franchise. That's all they are. They are franchise of criminal companies that are feeding off the D C. Okay. Okay. And this is where I tell people that the last 25 years, 30 years that we had people come to my hometown. We, uh, we had a lot of um, seminars. Some of them were very good. Some of them were selling packages to people that were half-baked. People tried them in court and they got their butts kicked. They are really pissed off because this is what I call patriots for profit. Selling paperwork that said, oh, this stuff will work. And You go in the court, they're, they're, all of a sudden you're on a chopping block. Stuff doesn't work. <clears throat> and I was telling the lady today that I was talking to earlier, that unless the the company, the country, collectively comes together shoulder to shoulder and stands up to these people, we got to stop feeding this monster. And that's the only way we're going to bring this down. I hope it doesn't become violent. I think that's what's going to happen. And you got this young man that's going to be sworn in, I think, Friday, the 20th of uh, January, he's going to be sworn in as the president of a corporation. And you think anything is going to change fundamentally when he gets in office? No. They told this man, Mr. Rump, or Mr. Trump, excuse me, with the toupee on his head, with all the intensity, you want to come in with the, in the, in the White House, they gave him the heads up <sighs> on what's going to happen. They expect a certain behavior out of him because they're going to remind him what happened on November 22nd, 1963. They're going to remind him what happened on April the 4th, 1968. And they're going to remind him what happened in June of the same year, 1968, if he doesn't play ball. Now, I don't know if anybody recalls those three dates on November 22nd, 1963, what happened? Well, we had a guy riding down in a motor in a, in a motorcade. Did not have a top on. He had his head blown off in full view of the public because he's trying to stand up for constitutional government. He got killed.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Five years later, a man was standing on a balcony in the Lorraine Hotel up in Memphis that I lived in Memphis seven years ago. He got his head blown off because he dared spoke out. And then two months later, somebody, uh, the president's brother, got gunned down in, in a uh, uh, a Los Angeles hotel in, the, in a, in a what do you call that, a little, in, a, in a hallway there? Yes. Because he dared spoke up with a little man. This is what they're going to do to us. But, you know, am I afraid of that? Not really. We outnumber these guys. We outnumber these guys a million to one. And I'll tell you what we've we got to do. we got to stop feeding this monster that's called government. I'm talking about all levels. we got to stop black folks from attacking whites, whites going against blacks because they're black, Short guys uh going against tall people, fat people going against skinny people, we got to knock this shit off and come together as Americans mm-hmm.
5: well dividi has be been a long uh, dividing conquer's been a long game that's played for a long time that's why you' right. never see a that's third right. party that's and uh you know. mhm, but when it comes down to the court system, I mean we have to uh, this is the system that we got, but the problem is is we have all these little states acting like they're these they can do whatever they want. Um, That's right. And and I don't necessarily think that uh, the you know the national government is really too pleased with this stuff anymore. because I mean, you can kind of see how the Consumer Financial Protection Board has come on the stage, and they they've they've done quite a bit of good stuff. But the problem is, is that you have a lot of hurt people out here that have been abused majorly by the courts and. And if people don't know this or not, I would highly recommend uh, the the book uh, called Legal Abuse Syndrome, just to start reading that. And that will make you feel like you're understood because it's a deliberate attack on the psyche when you walk within the the doors of this court. You're you're going in, there thinking that, yes, this is going to be taken care of. And then before you know it, you're being attacked by the guy who's supposed, or the gal who's supposed to be sitting there administering, administering justice. So... I think there's a problem you see this across the nation where you have the FBI's rating sheriff's office and things like that. The problem down in dallas where the the mayor is suing the for the pensions and stuff like that California, the deficit of their budgets i mean, I think we're in a heated situation that more and more people it's rumbling now how donald trump you mentioned trump how he's going to be in the situation. I'm not quite sure i got and i'm I, I kind of know who that fellow is because I'm you know originally from the northeast and you know, this, this this gentleman here is about himself, you know, I mean, how many times did he go bankrupt? I mean, he was giving money, but time will tell. Who knows? We won't know what's going to happen. There's nothing we can do about that. But one thing we do have before us is the United States Code. And I think if we turn our backs on that, then, you know, we'll turn out the lights, you know, because the states aren't following it. I mean, it's pure and simple. They're not following the rules of procedure. They're not following the rules of evidence. They're not giving anybody a platform to be heard. Um, uh, you know, they ruled against me before I even showed up in court. So,
2: well, I you're don't know. definitely preaching. you're preaching to the choir, my friend, because I've been there too. Right. I've seen um, I was I was in federal court across the, uh, the Ohio River in Kentucky and saw how these federal magistrates operate. And they're, they're running their own show, and like you said before, they they can give a damn about the U.S. Code, they can give a damn about the Constitution. These courts are not constitutional courts, folks. So no, when anybody comes in there and tries to their you, I, use a and anybody I, and, I, and I and I dare anybody on the line anywhere that that call themselves constitutionalists will tell me otherwise that I, that they think I'm crazy by thinking that the Constitution you're going to go in there with the protection of the Constitution you have no protection, folks. There isn't any. And what I found out when I was back home is what I did, uh, and you're right. I, I I was able to get the federal rules of evidence. I got the uh, state codes. Got the um, what it's called, prices of pleading forms. And then when I started to look at these forms and start filing in the court, that's when I started getting victory to myself about getting out of their mess by filing the exact paperwork that, they, that the lawyers use under everyday filings. When I went down to the courthouse, and what I did, I went down and saw, pulled the records of these different cases, like I didn't know how to do a motion to dismiss, motion to compel, motion to do this, this is civil rules, criminal rules. And what I did, I went down and I photocopied as much as I could, went back on my computer, uh, wrote every last one of them by hand or typed them out, and when I got in trouble, I was able, off and running, folks. I was down there in court in front of the, at the judge, when I first went now, down, you... I was scared. I was scared. Excuse
5: me. Yes, when you're saying judge, what do you mean judge? What kind of court were you in? Like,
2: <clears> where... Well, I, I, just call them, I just call them that. I just call them loosely, like but not judges at all. They're not judges. Right. They call themselves judge because they've been elected because they were former attorneys that worked for law firms, and then when they get elected by the, the electoral process, they call themselves judges. They're not judges of anything. Right. They're named.
5: administrators. You're, you're specifically right. talking about Article One uh, uh, proceedings. That's correct. And, and, and That's anybody correct. can look that up, and I would advise anybody who's on this call, you need to start learning the difference between what is actually a court of justice and what they call a court throughout these states. They're not the same thing. They're two different animals. One is a proceeding that you would think would be a a court of law but they'd have no interest whatsoever following the law, and that's where people are in this country in regards to these foreclosures and debt collection, stuff like that. They're expecting a local judge who really isn't a judge to help them. But see, if you look up the term equity, in a court of equity, as long as they do the majority of the cases where they consider them to be fair or equitable, they can allow so many injustices to take place. Now, if you saw those statistics and numbers, which I I don't know that offhand, I'm sure there's a lot more injustices if you do any search of any kind of foreclosure action in any court or any state court across this nation. We're talking thousands of homes are going on, thousands of properties are being taken, and I would like to see, I, I, I personally think that that's the number one revenue for a lot of these counties around the nation because they're broke. I mean, what's, what's your thoughts on that, Russ?
2: I, 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 you're, you're, once again, you're talking to the choir. What I do, <laughs> so
6: what are we going to do? <laughs> what I do?
2: Well, well, here's what I'm finding out. What I'm doing, I, I found out what I did. I, I looked underneath. The, uh, I looked under the veil here, and I was uh, talking on earlier uh, talk shows, and there was a fellow who was on TV about 25 years ago. I think his name was Judge Wapner. And right. when I started looking at this guy, and have uh, you ever noticed how fast they took this guy off the air, you know why they took him off? I, 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 my suspicions are when, every time he opened up his court on TV, he asked a question. that he said, we've got to get this guy off the TV because he's telling us, he's telling the public what their court should be operating. You know what he said? Every time he went, he sat on that bench. He said, I read your complaint, and, I, and I've known you've been sworn. And what I, what I found out from what he said is that the meaning behind that? Is that there's no court in this country? I'll say 99% of these courts are not lawfully in session, and they're not lawfully in. Um, oh we got There's another. It's called lawfully in session, and there's another thing. There's not lawfully um, convened. Yeah, lawfully in session and not lawfully convened. Why? It's very okay. simple to find out why they're not. I'll give an example. If you have a traffic case and a cop says you went 10 miles over the posted speed limit, he's operating, operating on a narrative that the, that the states know he cannot prove, and they're saying that the ticket is all the evidence that they need. Wrong again, folks.
0: Sure.
2: The problem with that is that their ticket, if you look at the state statute, all of them are all the same. They have to be based on oath of affirmation. They never do that. So what what they're doing, is they're taking information on our indictment with no evidence whatsoever to support that to sustain a conviction hearsay, and they're going to bring this matter into court. So, therefore, no courts under those circumstances are lawfully convened and unlawfully in session.
5: Right. So, well, because
6: so what you, they you know, is, if
2: they were,
5: they would not have as many cases before them. So what so did they it, Here's another
2: the thing they're doing. They're asking what they're doing. They're putting the police officer as a state witness. So, wait a minute, folks. How can an officer be a witness unto himself that he's the only one in that car He used his little machine and said that you went 10 miles over the post-speed limit. How could it be a witness that he has firsthand knowledge and and competent to testify? He can't.
4: Well, Russ, that would would also be with the IRS.
2: Thank you. Let me ask you this guy. I'm glad you brought that up because if if they're saying agent of this guy, this agent from the IRS from a different state contacts you by mail and says, you are in violation of Title 26, whatever that section is, fair to file. Wait a Six, minute, folks. Where, three is, three where, three is where is the crime? Where is the crime of you not filing an income tax form? Where is the crime, folks?
4: Right. Well, that also will have to do with the um, foreclosures on the homes.
2: Well, didn't we, didn't we explain to you what a foreclosure is? You look at the word foreclosure. Take those words Ex- apart explain and find that what we are um, talking about. Yeah. Explain
5: it's, it's, that with uh, Roy. It's okay. it's an abused term. It's not it's an asset forfeiture. Exactly what they're doing.
2: Right, but you okay, when you look at the what I do. I, I, I tell Cheyenne that I, I am a, I'm a stickler for words. I look at words. I start taking them apart. And when I do, I go back to my dictionary. That's better than black salt Dictionary. I'm looking at a Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Right. It's the revised and updated edition. Uh, that's all I need. I don't use the law. I don't use a black dictionary Dictionary. I don't. You have to throw it away. When you look at the word foreclosure, what does the word foreclosure mean? Look at the word fore, F-O-R-E, and then look at closure. I was in the service. The head of the ship was called a forecastle. It's spelled F-O-R-E-C-A-S-T-L-E, which means the front of the ship. It's a forecastle. So if you look at a foreclosure, it means the front of or something uh, to the front that they're closing, that they're getting seeking closure on a piece of property that says that the person on the other that contract violated or breach of contract that the banks are allowed to come in with their attorneys in order to to initiate the foreclosure proceedings. Now what I'm explain to them is that when you uh, have you done, Roy, have, is, this, is this Roy? Yeah,
6: yeah.
2: Okay, have you done a when you went to this? Did you do a? Um, Um, FDCPA.
5: Uh, You you mean a direct FDCPA, uh, uh, like did I cite that within my materials or did you do a specific complaint?
2: No, did you file that to the bankers? Did you file the the FDCPA, the fair debt collection price of that letter, pursuant to 15 U.S.C. 1692G?
5: Yeah, those (laughs) things were not done at that time. I had an attorney... And uh, I let him know what I uh, wanted him to do, and uh, he he stuck an answer in that was not even finished. I found out we had words. He quit. I fired. I got judicial notice. Yeah. This was the last, last couple of days of November, and the other, I got judicial notice that, you know, he – you know, who's no longer my attorney, and the other side offered, uh, you know, uh, 30 days to get an attorney, 30 days to answer the summary judgment motion. Well, the judge goes, uh, no, I can't do that. Be here next session, and, you uh, know, it, be ready. So this is in December, okay? I couldn't find an attorney worth a grain of salt. So I go in there, and he rules against me in two minutes, and he tells me, I asked him for a of reason, in fact, and he said, because I didn't have an attorney. There's <laughs> nothing lawful or illegal about it, it's just because you don't have an attorney. You know, it's just it's been madness. But no, I'm sorry, I'm getting off here. But that specifically, doing that's what I'm dealing with now. Um, I'm, I'm dealing with the fact that my position really is authoritative over an Article One procession based on the United States Code. So I'm trying to formulate those things together to do it right, so I can get my property back and do superior claim of the you know of you know do a superior claim on it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, did I cite a specific, uh, I, I didn't know it. I mean, the whole idea of being of age of majority and stuff like that. I think we're all, we've been in the dark for so long and now we're finding out what's going on and, you know, it's left out there for us to learn. And they put this in writing for 40 years now, but it's up to us to learn it. Now, there's no excuse not knowing the law, especially for public servants. But it seems like right now, you know, I, I would have never, dreamt that I'd have to study so much and to learn, and it's just grappling, trying to get the answers to do this right, so I don't end up, you know, uh, being put behind bars because they consider me some kind of raving, you know, sovereign citizen dude, and, you know, it's just I'm already slandered by the local guys here,
0: you know.
2: Well, unfortunately, in all foreclosure cases, you're dealing with a – a banking institution who has professional lawyers that are what I call battle hardened, seasoned attorneys that's that's done this stuff for many, many, many years and they are prepared for us.
5: And okay. the problem now with that's
2: us be, and, and, and the problem with us and the problem with us, we don't have the experience to come against these guys that's been pressured to this stuff. They put they, they they got this down to an art form. And that's when I was trying to tell Cheyenne that when I look at something like that about when I put things that uh, for discovery that uh, we are able to get from them because when I did a a, um, a credit card thing here in South Carolina, I'm in North Carolina, but I helped a lady with a with the 15 USC 1692G. We were able to get that debt extinguished because we asked the right question. We actually uh, put in something in our in our fair debt collection pressure that letter that stopped them immediately. Will that Will that work against a? A bank on foreclosure, not necessarily. There's too much ammunition there that they're pulling some things out of the woodwork that we are not even aware of what these guys can do behind the scenes. And you're right about that have, because they do that, Sui Sponti.
5: Okay, so this right here. I mean, you said that about they have ammo in um, so many cases, from that. But I'm saying it's the lawyers aren't even saying nothing. Whoever this person was that was standing next there said nothing. Okay. And this was all done by the guy hiding behind the black robe on the bench. Everything was done by him. He started asking closed-ended questions, trying to grab grab jurisdiction, which I knew he did not have the authority to rule in this case because there was no witness. There is no evidence. There was nothing there. So it wasn't this other party. They put in a bogus complaint. They put in a motion for summary judgment that wasn't supported with anything. And the only reason why it's still going on is because it's being upheld by the state courts. And, you know, uh, I got something from the appellate court, and they simply said, oh, well, the documents are missing from the record. Well, that's because they were never there, okay? They even state that. And so that's why I think it's the states, and I think, you know, there's different states doing certain things, but it's, the states are broke. I mean, look at the pension systems across the nation. They have stolen and robbed from the people who are supposed to be
2: okay. You say that you know, say that the states you say that the states are broke.
5: Well, they, well, they're stealing from people. They, you know, I mean, no, they, no
2: I, I think I think it's the opposite. I think the states are not broke at all. They pretend to be broke, but I got evidence to prove that the states are not broke at all. Well, uh, they're I not mean, broke at all. Uh, so why why are they if, so, if, so adamant on stealing property then? Well they're, well, they're not broke. Because because they're stealing property doesn't mean that they're broke. They, they need they, What it is, they need to have their machines fed at all times. They have to have a continuous supply of revenue coming in. But the states are not broke. I'll give an example. The state of California is the 17th largest um, economy in the world. The state of, of, the state of California, uh, whatever they bring in, their economy is larger than the Philippines, all the uh, Indonesian islands, all the Filipino islands, Korea. Vietnam and possibly most of your Southeast Asian companies or countries combined—they're not broke. Well, yeah,
5: I mean, I'm—I'm I'm just saying that because um, you see the pension default. Now, you know. Shortfalls all across the place, and why is yeah. if the states aren't broke? Why aren't they fixing this? They're letting people. They don't want to fix it.
2: They don't want to fix yeah. it. They, all, they, all they're all they're fixing is stealing money out of people's pension funds because they need to feed the machines. Because where 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 is the money going? You look at your get get I don't know what state you're in. Did you get your state CAFR? Say that again. Did you get your state CAFR? Did you did you get the county that you're living in now? Did you get your CAFR report?
5: No. no,
2: no. It tells it's, you right there they're not broke. It tells you where the money's going. Go on, go on, uh, CAFR, the number one dot org, and Walter Beer, who I talk to all the time, it tells you exactly where to look. Another guy Absolutely. who does it even better is a guy on YouTube named Clint Richardson. He tells you exactly where to look He used to live in California. He lives in Idaho, and I used to contact him, and I walked me through every step of the way about where to especially look, where they're putting the money, and where's it going. They're not broke at all.
5: Right, so what do we do? I mean, because there's millions of people that are being kicked out of their homes. And
2: the The main the thing, we, we're answering a question right now because it's, it's you and I and a couple of people who are in these conference calls every week. The more people that jump on this stuff, what I'm trying to do is get people down here in North Carolina and South Carolina is to contact the local media by the news media. And also get this on printed paper to let the people know what is going on in their counties and what's happening in their state. We gotta we gotta bring to the attention about what this machinery called the government, the state government, what they're doing to the people. It's criminal.
6: Well, There's no I, due I process. Told...
2: They say that if you owe them an income tax, they go right in your bank account, steal your money. There's no due process at all. But they say, well, we'll give you a hearing before they do. Their money's gone. Right. Right. And I'm telling you what, telling you what I told I told Shaya today. I hope I don't get violent because I'll tell you they're going to push the American people a little bit too far, and you're going to have a um, insurrectionist country that they're going to have a hard time putting down. And they're asking for it.
5: I can, I can, I feel you there. I definitely feel you there because, I mean, I I worked my whole life, and you know, and my home's sitting vacant now for going on four years. I mean, I built a beautiful home with my own two hands in consideration, and they've got legal title to it because they did a sham action on me that was never. A, Nothing was, it wasn't a legal process, they just did it and uh, so it sits out there and so I have to figure out and work with you folks and talk and, 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 and make sure I'm doing this right because I think we do have remedy through the federal or United States code but then I get confused about all this are you a citizen of this? Are you a citizen of that? I mean, what is your personhood? Do you know who you are? And all these things and all this language, uh, it just blows one's mind because you know, look out there on the Internet. I mean, you know, you don't know if you're coming and going, you know. But I think you've got to know who you are in the system.
2: Well, we talked about that. We talked about that uh, just a couple of days ago, and I said there's, there's four legs we're going to look at. Everything everything uh, it revolves around jurisdiction. Then we've got standing, status, and we've got capacity. So what we do, we take the status, the standing, and capacity, find out who you are, what status do you claim yourself to be, what is your standing in relationship to the state and your local community, and what capacity are you operating in, and how do they get this jurisdiction. So we broke the word down, jurisdiction. What does that mean? It means a place where their laws, are going to be applied when they get you to a certain place or location to apply the statutes to you. That's what jurisdiction means is that they want to take you to a place, what they call a courtroom, to see if there are statutes, whether it's federal, state, or local ordinances, apply to you. So therefore, what I do before I get in there, I file paperwork in there. We did a. I helped a lady down here in North Carolina about 14 weeks ago. I said, let me help you out here a little bit. So she didn't know what to do. I said, I gave her three pieces of paper. We gave her a... uh, um, an answer and counterclaim, a bill of particulars, and we gave, we gave them a motion to dismiss and strike. We went up to the court, and I told the, the person I was helping, I said, they're going to try to trick you into entering a plea. I said, I want you to repeat after me, word for word, verbatim, what are you going to say when they ask you, well, how do you wish to enter a plea? Here's what I told them. I want you to repeat this word for word. I am unable to enter an issue plea at this time, Due to the insufficiency of the information on the charging instrument in order for me to frame a responsive answer, you should have seen the look of this, this prosecutor's face went blue. Couldn't believe, mm-hmm. oh, 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 and she asked me again. And so I said S- to repeat it to her again. And for the third time, she has said the same damn thing. She said, your honor, the state needs more time. Excuse me, prosecutor. Would you just say the state needs more time or you need more time? The state cannot have more time because it doesn't exist. States don't exist, folks. It's a figment. It is a body politic conceived in the minds of men that are located in capital cities, what they call, in North Carolina, is called Raleigh. South Carolina is called Columbia. This is where the capital is. This is the flagship of corruption. No more. So we waited and we waited and we waited and we waited. And 12 weeks later, we went back up there, and the prosecuting attorney looked all frustrated. and said, oh, your case has been dismissed. Well, thank you. But what took you so damn long? Mm-hmm. We beat them with their own statues, folks. We beat them with their own stuff. Stat- took the book, I slapped upside the head, and said goodbye. We're gonna get a sandwich. Bye.
5: But what do you do when you do raise the, the proper laws and proper, you know, rules of
2: evidence and procedures? Well, we didn't. We did that because what we did, we took care of that in um, the bill of particulars, and we took care of that in the motion to dismiss Right, we put all that in there and stopped them. Stopped them. The first thing one must do when anybody files a complaint again, you have to do what's called a counter-complaint, and we answered it with what is called an answer and counter-claim. You have to deny everything and admit to nothing.
5: Uh, that's what I did. I denied, I denied everything, and I was simply there to amend the answer that my ex-negligent attorney had placed in without my uh, uh, knowledge, and he told me no, and I asked him, why? He says, because you don't have an attorney.
2: Well, we got to ask ourselves my this c- question. We've got to ask yeah. ourselves this question. What, what citizenship are you? What, what do you claim yourself? What, what are you? Are you uh, uh, we know we ask ourselves the question, am I a U.S. citizen? Am I a citizen of the United States? Am I a resident? Am I this, this? We've got to answer our question. We've got to answer those questions ourselves to understand just exactly do, what capacity are we operating in and what, what is your standing in the community to go in there to fight an organization that thinks they have standing over you. It's very simple. So when a judge asked me, uh, "Mr. Thompson, are you, a, are you a U.S. citizen?" My answer to that is, "What is the relevancy?" I answer the question with another question: "What is the relevancy of your question?" And wherever I was born, I, I was born outside your jurisdiction. Mr. Thompson, what state were you born in? The state I was born in was out of your jurisdiction. That's what I answer it. Mm-hmm. I, what I do, I'm, I'm in. I go to court. As if I'm driving a five, uh, I got a, I got a gear, five, five gears, it's always in neutral. I'm not going forward. I'm not going backwards. I'm not going left, right. I'm staying right there, step center. I'm not moving. I answer the question with another question. Uh, Mr. Thomas, this is your current address. Um, I'm unable to answer that question because if I answer that question, here I get them all the time. If I answer that question, can that be used against me as is testimony, is testimony before trial? I get them again. And they do that on purpose. They interrogate you and they're using that information against you. So why would you answer the question?
5: Right, that's an important point you said there about you know you're you're shooting for a trial right out of the box and you're qualifying everything that's being said
0: there to make you sure go. you have
5: you, you're that's preserving right. that right yeah that's right and, and you know where a lot of people don't know that I mean fortunately enough I I did challenge the proceeding I did challenge the, the the jurisdiction of the whole you know process and I did put documents properly in about you know competent track witness and evidence and all those things and uh, but they just they ignored the whole thing, so here I sit.
2: Well, they, they're, going, they're going to because they know they're wrong. Uh, the the, the only one thing I tell them, the only jurisdiction I challenge them, the only jurisdiction that you can always, even if you oh. lose the case, you can still go back on appeal, you're still challenging subject matter jurisdiction. They think that, see, when we went in there, we challenged the subject matter jurisdiction under the case Trincy versus
0: paco and it shut them down. Right.
5: Actually, the judge that's just see, this this judge was hostile. I mean, he was completely hostile. I mean, it was like I asked him about this affidavit. Now, he this was never presented before the court. Okay, oh, uh, he told me he he told me about the affidavit. I didn't know there was any affidavit. That's an excuse me. He says, "Well, they have an affidavit in here that says you owe money." Uh, and it's alleged to be a business records affidavit. He says you have to write an affidavit with an affidavit. I'm like, well, that didn't seem right. So uh, anyway, I did I did look up after that and I found this affidavit he was talking about. It was a nice, statement, three-page letter uh, together claiming to be a business records affidavit with nothing attached. And I also went to this, the rules that says you know everything must be attached there, which within it's mentioned so on and so forth. You know what I'm talking about? It's in the federal procedure as well as every state in the nation. Uh, but it didn't matter. I asked him, I said, are you litigating the attorney's position? And he says, I think I've told you that three times. So the problem that we're having in the state level is most people aren't trained like you to be able to do those things. And an attorney is not going to do anything more than throw you under the rug because he is, his allegiance is to that process. Yeah. So what does the people do? I mean one of the peoples of of the nation. I mean everybody's broken, everybody's hurting and then you know you have people out there that say they have the answers but then they beat up on somebody and legal abuse syndrome is a real thing and there's hurting people everywhere. I mean I don't know the statistics of suicide but foreclosure has killed a lot of people you know over the last however many years. And again I said you know, forfeiture, we're going to take it, you figure it out if you can, basically, is what they're doing. So, anyway, so your thoughts, how do you, s- you're, are you, so you're big in the FUCPA. Am I what? And so is the F D C P A something that you uh, put forward, for, uh, you know, I mean, is it, you know, how, how do you utilize the FTCPA to get satisfaction? Because well, well,
2: well, what I did, I went. I don't know if you ever heard of a guy by the name of Richard Cornforth out there in Oklahoma.
0: Mm.
2: No. I mean, well, he goes around the country. He goes around the country, and I happened to get a hold of him uh, years ago, not too long ago. But I was familiar with him. He had something on the on YouTube called um, "The Secrets of the Legal Industry," and so I contacted him. And a friend of mine that. We went down there. We went down to. Um, Orlando, Florida, and he was down there, and he had a um, a law class down there for two weeks, and he fried your brains. We were down there two weeks, Monday through Friday, eight hours a day. He got us up there as if we're in court, and he fired us up, and he really he really grilled us to in order to be prepared. I got all his books, all of his books. I have all his tapes, DVDs. He tells you even how to object timely, what to say to the prosecuting attorney. It gives you the uh, the F D C P A according to F-15 U.S.C. This, these are United States code that banks or anybody else cannot ignore because that's federal statutes right there. They can they don't have a right to ignore it. So right. what we did, this lady down in South Carolina said, uh, help me, help me, I got, a, uh, I got a hospital, whoever's coming after me, they want $15,000. They say, oh, my dad said, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, back up that wagon cowboy. So I said, let me send you a, um, a fair debt collection practice that letter, 15 U.S.C., 1692G. Gave it to her. She sent it off, and guess what? They they, they made a letter back and said, um, "Well, thank you very much for contacting. You. Your debt has now been eliminated. So we got rid of that. And, and, and the reason why could, we got rid of it because we put in there the right not question, but we put the information there that stopped them. Such as if you want to come after a bank or a um, um, let's say a lender, whether it's a credit card." You don't go after the company. You go after the people who are inside the company who is making the claim. That's how we stop them. You can't go after the bank. You got to say who in this bank who's making a claim against me. Show their hands. I want your names, telephone numbers, and the address. We shut them down.
5: Okay. So let me shut ask you a question. Down. About that, about validation. I mean, uh, affidavits of failure to validate affidavits, uh, you know, uh, failure to va- you know validate their, for their actions and stuff like that. Say you those things are affidavits. done. Was mis- What's that?
2: We don't use affidavits.
5: Well, I mean, the judge is telling know. everybody
2: you got to have one. You know, what I mean, nah, If you file an affidavit, of course, sometimes the court will, will play with it and say we're not going to we're not going to honor the affidavit. We don't do that. If I if I file an affidavit. I don't file an affidavit in the court. I file the affidavit to the person who's coming after me and let them know what your status is that you received something from them that you never had any any evidence at all that they, they what they, they lend you credit Where how was the how was the credit given to you? How was the line of credit given to you and where do how they here's what Richard Cornwell showed me what to do. He says if they gave you a line of credit or a loan. How did they fund the loan? Where did the money come from to fund the loan? Where did it come from? They can't answer that.
5: I know that, but I'm outside of my house now. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of people are getting kicked out. And I mean, the notes an asset. Uh, anybody, if people don't understand the note that you had executed on your own, that is the asset that you have established. Okay, so how can you owe somebody money when you deposited a note, a check, of value off of your labor to them? Now I know those things, but states know it too, and states are still taking homes. I mean,
2: well, yeah, they didn't well, care. Well Dan, well, Dan Beckham answered a question. He talked about the the, the difference between the deed and the note. Are they? Is the deed? Is the note part of the debt, or is it part of the? You know, he asked. He asked the question. Is the note part of the debt, or is it is one of the same? And he said they're different. So uh, what I did, I went on his website. Mm-hmm. His name is Dan Benham. He's up there in Michigan. He actually he, he did a very good job explaining what that means. I was, and once I looked at his, his video, I said, I understand what, what's going on here. He gives you case of a case of well, what they're doing, how, how to go in there uh, to do business, or to do battle with these banks, and he tells you by their statute that they have nothing that they've given you.
5: So what is this fellow's website? Does he have it on there you can look at for other folks or because yeah, as a of fact,
2: mean, you I, go on YouTube, his name is Dan Benham, B E N H A M. Dan Benham, very good guy. Up, up there in Michigan, this guy knows his stuff. He talks about when you uh, he, he goes to, from A to Z. He tells you what what what's going on.
5: I might I might have just seen some of his stuff there, but I mean and I understand that. I mean I, 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 it was something that I did that I was already living in my property. That I was already there. It was my property. Okay, so I hired these people to service me. And what I don't understand is how, how, if I hire somebody to work for me, or let's, let's use the example of Walmart. If I work at Walmart, can I tell Sam Walton what to do? Can I tell him to raise his prices? No, I'm subject to him, just like your services are subject to the person who's who's done the original consumer transaction. Yeah. Okay. But they flipped it on its head, making everybody out to be debtors. When the reality of it is, is that they are the debtors. They are the servicers. They're supposed to service your account. They report you're in default. It, it's where's the account? Okay. Where's the account? And they, I don't know how to get them to show that because. They don't want to show that. Why? Because they've made money off me, and they've made money off everybody. I mean, look at the money that people made when they shorted the market and Wall Street when it crashed. I mean, where's the note at? Has anybody ever gotten a note back that went
6: through well, You
2: look at that. You got you got some very valid points. If you look at the note. What I'm looking at. The one thing I'm attacking over and over again. They said they gave you a line of credit. Where is the line of credit? I was, telling, I was trying to explain the, the. If you look at the words "line of credit." Okay, you're looking at a line, whatever that is of which means in possession of the line of uh, consisting or in possession of the credit well what what is credit well, you got to look at the dictionary and find out what credit is it tells you what it is because when you yeah, when you get a when when you get a loan, what's the first thing they do to qualify for the loan? What do they do? They check your what your uh, credit, credit they credit. check your credit mhm. Uh-huh. You see, it's always what people don't understand. They're looking at credit. What I don't think under, a lot of people don't understand what is credit. Before they give you a bank loan, they check your credit rating. You see, if you're up into maybe the uh, upper six hundred, seven hundred, if you if you're up that high, does this guy's got a credit. And, and it's all it's all based on fiction mm-hmm. value. It's no value at all. It says that, and also the word credit means time given to repay someone. Of uh, of what that was given them in consideration. What did the bank give you? They gave you nothing. You. A piece of paper? Was it digital? Did they, when you gave them earnest money? Where did them? Where, and they and they said here's another thing. I guess me. Where 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 are they where are they sending these escrow accounts? Where are the escrow accounts going to? You know what they're doing with the escrow accounts? They're paying your your property taxes from that, folks. That's where it's going.
0: Mm-hmm
2: sure
5: there's just so much Well,
2: um, see some people are telling me I got I got people online last year telling me to go through all this rant about the, the foreclosure process excuse me sir uh, you, you tell me a lot of information that you're not really aware of you're telling me words that you don't even know what he said well they took your the loan, they securitized stop right there what do you mean securitized you have no idea what securitization means
6: right, go, go back right. to the
2: dictionary and look at the word secure uh what does the word security means look at the root word secure security and they look at securitization do you understand what you're talking about well you well of course you don't so don't go out there and tell the bank well you you took my you took the information and securitized them, and you're going to go in there saying things that you don't even know
5: <laughs>
6: you, don't,
2: you can't validate that so you can't bring that up
5: right right yeah
2: make you look like a jackass in that courtroom i, th-
5: I think it's simply like it's got to be validated, just like you talked about the the, the FTCPA, the validation of debts, sixteen ninety two.
2: Do you know how you can do you, do? you know how you can make them validate that? How? I have been
5: asked for years. I've been asked for years.
2: did you get a did you get a civil case against these guys? Not yet. Okay, if you if you file a civil case, you file a civil case. You don't know, you got file a civil case, but you got to put you got to put your complaint. Do you know how to do um, what is called um, counts? You know how to do counts? No, no, I'm not. Okay. Um, if I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna get your contact information. I'm gonna send you something where Google, where you look at what is called a civil complaint. It's gonna show you how to do counts. So here's what I'm gonna do. If you get them in a deposition, like I so said, you're gonna depose the guy who actually gave it this loan. You know what I recommend you bring with you. If I'm there with you, I'm gonna I'm bring a chalkboard with me. I want them to walk me through the whole entire process and watch them freak out.
5: Right. I was told I was not allowed to depose these people. They don't have to show yes, up you were. court.
2: Who says who? But,
5: uh, that's, what this, that's what I'm saying. The administrator sitting on that black robe told me. Uh, not no, I think
2: it's no. And I, I, I would file a complaint against them against the uh, the FDC um, uh, against this guy. Tell me what you cannot do. I beg your pardon?
5: Yeah, I, I know that. I've got all. I've, what's interesting about my state is they have, uh, uh, everything's on videotape, the whole thing. I mean, I had four hearings in front of this guy in less than 15 minutes of time, and it's just brutal. I mean, I was the only clean hand professional in the whole thing, and this guy would just, don't say that in my court. Don't say that yeah. in my court. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't realize the guy owned the place. I thought we did, you know, but... Anyway, they got the guns, and that's what we're dealing with. How do we go around this? Because there's people hurt, there's people scared, there's people freaking out, because the people, they know the people downtown don't give a crap because they've heard stories. So most people walk away and just walk away. Um, But see, I built my house, and I paid for my house, and I did business after I was living in that house, supposedly with a company who was supposed to work for me, okay? Not take what I deposited with them, not... Get the interest, not get the principal, not get you know all the other side uh, monies that was developed off my property and my property. I mean, how did how does that jive from the originator of a consumer transaction? I don't know, but that's what's happening. Yeah. So what can we do? You're going to send me some stuff here, and uh, you know because. Uh, You know, the Department of Justice is getting hundreds of millions of dollars from these companies, and are they not doing what we should should be doing? There you go. Because, right, and the thing of it is is that we have to be the ones that do it ourselves because they they, they simply don't have the resources or the ability to do that. I mean, who wants to sit? I mean, I've talked to the FBI before, and they, they never called me back. I've talked to the attorney general here in the state. Just tell me call me back. You know, uh, I talk to the. You know, it's it's a dead end, dead end, dead end. And so, if you're looking for anybody to help you do this, it's not going to work. You've got to be the one. I don't see yeah. any other. Uh, I don't. And working with people who understand that they're the one too for their for their their financial house. So anyway, I don't want to ramble. I'm going to.
4: Uh, no, no, no. I'm glad you brought that up. And, Russ, can you um, address that, please?
2: I got cut off guard. What, what was he asking? What was he saying? He, sorry,
4: addressed, sorry,
2: gotcha.
4: he addressed everyone, and no one has answered.
2: Are you talking about when he, when he sent letters off to these different agencies? Correct. That's exactly what I would, I would expect. You're not going to get an answer to them because aren't they part of the problem? It's it's part of the cover-up operation because are they all connected? Yes. They're all, they're all connected because the state has a vested interest and because don't you think that they're getting funds that are coming out of this transaction through all the people buying houses within the said state? Of course they are. It's called a state vested interest. Well, okay, way, so how how would
4: one... Bypass
2: that system and go to another system. Is, what, in the system there, what 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 other system are you talking about that's gonna be able to give this man the remedy?
4: I'm only asking you.
2: Well, I, I think I think he's on the right track. What I would do is that I would definitely want to file a a civil action. I don't I don't do criminal actions anymore, I go civil because the reason why I like civil lawsuits suits because you have much more flexibility because um, let me give you a hint. You remember the OJ Sisson trial? Mm-hmm. If you notice that when he was in the, tr- the criminal trial, did you know that he was never on the witness stand? Do you know why he wasn't on the witness stand? Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't want to put him on the stand because he he didn't have to. Because if they would have put him on the witness stand, he would have definitely they would have they would have screwed him up so damn bad. He probably would have made. Well, a it would be his yes.
4: confession.
2: Well, well, it's not to confess that he when he was first arrested, he said. You look at the report when he told Van Adder two different stories. That was a dead giveaway that he knew something was afoot. But when they got him on a civil court, you know what I like about civil cases? You have to get on the witness stand whether you like it or not. That's where you get him. So when you file your complaint and you put your complaint and you got specifications with the counts, that's where he's going to start getting over on these people.
4: Okay, so the guy
2: already did civil.
4: He didn't. Did he a didn't do criminal. The you know, the other speaker. All right. We'll call him M.
2: Okay. So M, al-
4: he already did civil, and it did not work for him.
2: What so now? Know, what we got look at? We got to look at the reason why it did work. It depends on how he filed a civil civil action.
5: Okay, M. Go ahead. Well, th- this fellow here hasn't filed a civil action. Okay, I'm still considered i'm floating as a defendant in the supreme court of the state here and they are doing nothing more than has been done from the beginning they've ignored the facts of the case i've been told that i cannot depose a witness i've been told all that's, allegations that, that, to,
2: totally, i've I never heard that before that, that's totally unallowed. The judges are not allowed to do that uh, when you file uh, i'll uh, show you the video you can't depose a witness i've I never heard that before
5: well, that that was, I can show you the videotape. I mean, it's the very short, uh, it's the court proceeding. When I said, i want to depose this witness, who are these people? And he's like, well, some people don't have to be in court because he's considering the affidavit as the witness. And I'm like, that affidavit is hearsay. It's a deficient affidavit. It doesn't have anything, there's nothing. I, would, I, 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 wouldn't,
2: I wouldn't go after the affidavit. I would have done a, uh, if, if you look at the rules of civil procedure, and uh, there's many tools that you have. One of them is a deposition. You have. Have you ever ever done an interrogatory?
5: No, I was not allowed to get that.
2: Oh uh, no, you're the one that the, you, you do the interrogatory. If you look at the rules under state of the interrogatory, it shows you how to do that.
5: Well, yeah, but what? Which, okay, what we do. We don't have the outline here. So what I did is I hired a fellow to do an answer. He put in a half-done answer. It was 2 page, It wasn't finished, didn't have any affirmative defenses in it, didn't have anything to it. I discovered that, was mad, confronted him, he hid. I showed up in court that day, he was dismissed as my attorney. I had two weeks to find a new attorney who would put in my answer, which had, you know, demands for, you know, trial the whole bit, the counterclaim and everything. Well, I couldn't find an attorney who could show up that fast to do these things within a week and before Christmas. So when I'm standing there, he's like, okay, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm simply here today to amend the the, the answer. He's like, well, no, we can't do that. I'm like, excuse me? He's like, well, they say you're me your money, and da 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 they got an affidavit, it's good enough. And, you know, he ruled against me there. I asked him why. He said, because you don't have an attorney. I asked him, so you're litigating the position. He says, yes, case dismissed. I mean, this thing happened in like three minutes. I was like, what the hell happened? Okay. But I did tell him, I did state on record, I objected to the process, I objected to the jurisdiction, there's no witness, there's no evidence, there's no testimony. Okay. And I would put those documents in the court of record. Boom, and we dismissed it. I put those in there. They never answered. They never did an evidentiary hearing, proving standing, or they're they're they uh, 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 raising the jurisdiction of the court. The court, you you understand what I'm talking about? They did none of those things. Well, they continued to move to sell, to sell my house, and I let them know they haven't done this. Well, they took it off the docket to sell it, or the you know they took it off the slate to sell it. Then I find out they're going to try to do it again. Well, anyway, I put my, they, they never answered anything. So I put my motion of vacate in, supported with the proper affidavits and judicial notice pointing directly to those issues that they failed to prove jurisdiction on the face of the record, raising the court's powers to hear. The first thing out of that guy's mouth in that hearing, the, the guy goes, oh, we, didn't need, we didn't respond to that motion of vacate, judge. And the judge goes, don't, don't worry about it, okay? The guy was set against me from the beginning, and I don't see how I can go back into the same arena and expect anything different in this state. Did you
2: file, a, did you file, a, did it seem like you hit a hostile judge? Did you file an affidavit of bias and prejudice against him?
5: No, I mean, I just, I, I went through the process because I didn't, you know, I just, I didn't know. I mean.
2: Um, did, you, did, they do a, did they do a 12-B-6 on you?
5: They didn't do anything. They didn't do a okay. thing. All they did, all oh, they did was I put wanna, in a complaint and a motion for summary judgment.
4: That was it. I want to interrupt. How can that judge dismiss his case because he did not have a lawyer? He can't. He did. Well, they did it no. to him.
2: Well, the thing is that they, they can't fire. He can't. They can't dismiss the case because what he's doing when I put paperwork in for me, I, I said. Um, comes now this day, myself, I put my name in there, um, pursuing his own counsel. That's what I said, pursuing and pursuant of his own counsel, because you have the right to take counsel with yourself. They cannot deny that as a fundamental right that's guaranteed to constitute that they're supposed to protect you on that. But I think what is going to have to happen that this gentleman is we're going to look at a template, getting a template for him to do a right civil, a proper civil action to where he files a complaint, which with counts with specificities about what happened, where they're not going to be able to throw a 12b6 on him. That's what they're going to try to do to him.
5: Well, see, you know, what I've learned about this 12b6 is on the state level, that's one thing. But on the federal level, they you can do a 12b6 on them because ultimately the, the, you have superior jurisdiction through the Article Three standing.
2: Uh, that's why not necessarily. Well, you, 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 you're you not going to be able to do that because you're not you, – you, you might be uh, sitting on Article 3 standing, but the court is not. Right. See, so that's, the problem with that is that you, you said something right because you're right about that because the problem with what we have, we don't have the enforcement power they do.
5: Well, now how is that? I understand we have the same enforcement power in Article 3 justice because it's based story. on
2: so, – See, if, if you're operating, if you're operating with, with proper standing, if you're standing squarely on Article Three, which I'm agreeing with you, unfortunately for you and I, we don't have people in our community that's going to be able to to. Um, uh, we don't have no enforcement arm to put these people in line. You know, such and such as they are, they can get they can through the judicial process, which they operate willy nilly. You and I don't have that pleasure to do that. That's what I'm getting at. See, if, it's like if, they're going to put, if they're going to put us in jail because they've got armed uniform officers to do it for them, you and I don't have that, that opportunity. We don't have nobody to do that for us. So we're still standing out in the cold. But what I'm going to do is get, um, get you a template for a, uh, a civil case where uh, it's going to be almost impossible for them to do a 12-B-6 on you, for failure to state a claim upon which relief can be granted. Because once you put that claim on there, and every count, I'll give you an example of a count. Let's say that I'm coming after Cheyenne, and Cheyenne murdered my best friend. So I say, comes now this day, da da da, uh, as plaintiff, uh, taking Cheyenne, uh, who is who is the alleged defendant, for the charge of murder. Okay, count one, count one. Here's where the counts come in. I'm I'm, I'm filing complaint because she committed first degree murder. Count one, murder with a weapon. Count two. Murder with a weapon with the intent to commit murder. You see what I'm getting at? You took, you're talking about you're being specifications with your counts. This is why they're kicking our paperwork to the curb, and I'm telling our communities that you've got to put the counts in there with specificity. That's how they're getting over on us. How about count three? They intentionally did that with mouse and a forethought. See, that's a specification of a count. So when you when you look at this when you look at the, the template, if you go on Google and look at um, uh, civil cases and it shows you how to how to um, to spell it out, it, it, yeah, you know, that's what I use all the time. I go right back to my paperwork that Richard Cornforth showed me how to do it. I go back on YouTube or go on Google and 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 the documents they just pop right up from different mm-hmm. states. They're all the same. Right. Mm-hmm. If the prosecuting attorney refuses to, to give you information, you know, that called, that's called a Brady violation. They're not allowed to do that. you got to hit them with that. It's a Brady violation. They're walking a thin line on being a felony charge against these people.
5: But there's, felony charges, there's felony charges all over my case. Yeah. I mean, but, so from what I'm understanding, it's like we don't have any enforcement powers, but I thought that we did. Through right. the proper channels of claiming a perfected title on your real property as the as the natural person, the man or the woman. Right. You see, you the problem with so that is
2: when yeah. We well, when we when we had the guy Tim Turner came down here just just uh, to North Carolina, and he wanted to start a common law juror society. I was all in favor of that. And I, I, what are you guys going to do now? So we went in there. We we met for the entire weekend. So we had about three hundred people in the room. So they wanted to elect me as a county sheriff. I said, uh, "Excuse me, you want to elect me as a county sheriff? Why would you want to elect me as a as the a County sheriff? And I don't have no enforcement arm to arrest judges and lawyers who are violating the law in North Carolina. I don't have the. I, we don't have the firepower. So the whole damn thing was just a sham. It's just that it's not going to work that way.
5: Well, see, so, I understand we don't have the firepower in that capacity within the state courts. But do we not have exclusive jurisdiction in the right court, which would be the federal jurisdiction? Because this is not, it's just not a federal question in regards to the fact that they violated issues within the Fair Debt Collections Practices Act, Title 15.
2: Well, you know, so, okay, in order to get to a federal court, you got to go to the state courts first. This was a federal, you got to go to the state court first. If not,
5: then you can take it to a federal court, right? So, and 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 I'm sitting in you know in limbo in the Supreme Court because obviously you know either they're going to make something up like the other courts have done uh, and and literally have made stuff up. Uh, They made me out to be someone who just wants to argue about jurisdiction and oh well, the documents are missing and they've ignored the palpable errors. I mean. This is where I was within the, system, within the whole process. They based their whole case on that business records affidavit. That is the only thing they have within that state case. That is the only thing that holds up their claim. I attacked that based on their rules and their procedure and everything that shows in regards to the fact that it's inadmissible and it didn't matter. They just said, well, it's missing. So who do you go to get that kind of protection to say, hey, this is what they did? Yeah. I mean, I mean let's, let's face it, I, I, I attack the affidavit. That's, that, that's their whole case, because that, that affidavit says it proves default. Well, how can you prove a default that there's nothing there? I mean, I, can, I could say you owe me money, right? Yeah. I could, now, why is it different because somebody says he's a, an attorney, where a liar says I owe somebody money or you owe money as opposed to me saying you owe me money. If there's no paperwork for me, and there's no paperwork for them, why is it any different? They're treating us as expendables. Yeah. And it goes back to what you said about I think that the people in this country are gonna get sick and tired of it and they're gonna to band together and they're gonna deal with the people. I mean what did they do before with the people who caused, who committed treason on the on, on the you know you know, what is the penalty for treason anyway? You know? Anyway, so I'm I'm tired folks. This is it's just taking a toll on me. Um I've gone through cancer for it. I used to be a very healthy, very sharp, articulate man, and this has just been chipping away. And I'm one of millions, you know. Um, are you still with me, or did you tell us you? Okay. Um, so, so if we don't have any enforcement powers from it, uh, besides doing a civil lawsuit, what are they talking about in regards to bringing an action in the proper court of competent, uh, you know, competent jurisdiction within the state? That yes, that's, a lo- that's a
2: load. That's a of questions. That's a load of questions right there. That that that's I'm still trying to find a court of competent jurisdiction because none of them are
3: really competent jurisdiction at all. Right. Right. Um, see
5: there's the question. I, I I know it's the states the states are not because the states are in it for themselves.
0: Yes. And uh
5: us see here. I mean I, everything they done is right, I'm sorry.
2: I just look. I look. I look at states. I look at states as is. I look at states as nothing more than criminal outposts that come from a from a parent corporation that's headquartered in D.C. That's so all I look at them. They're not. They're not even. They're not even law. They're not even um the states. Whatever you want to call it, they're not lawful at all. I look at them as if right. they're just they're they're, they're they're criminal outposts coming from D.C. That's all they are.
5: Right. Well, I've not heard anything from D.C. in the, on the federal level, but I mean. When it comes to the communications generally, I mean, I, I I'm really getting involved in learning about the consumerism because really, without the consumerism, without the consumer, nothing gets done in country. And it's been flipped on its head because if you look at like 1692C, you know, com- communications with you know with the consumer generally, uh, who gives these people permission? And if they do communicate with you without your permission, sending your information, and your personal financial information to, like, maybe as another company, uh, without your consent, is that not breaching a federal statute, which then makes it a federal question, which then gives you the power of jurisdiction to bring them before that body. And then your manager, say the United States Code, through the uh, Article Three judges, they're basically your managers, are, are they not? Where you make this claim and and, and you uh, uh, place that within running, Don't, do they not have to actually answer that information if you had put a claim in against them in regards to the because let's face it, the state courts are acting like unvalidated debt collectors, just like any other of these law firms or attorney firms, whatever you want to call. Them. They're one and that's the that's,
2: same. That's that's correct. Yeah,
5: that's right. But right. So. Why? How are you going to go ask a debt collector, i.e., you know, the state court, to fix it? They're not going to want to because they didn't validate it in the first place. So they're all subject to the Federal United States Code. So how do you get that enforced? Because most certainly CFPV can't do it. They don't, they're limited staffed and they're not going to be able to do those things. That's why it's given to us through the powers, you know, to us through Congress, We're the enforcer agents. Does that not make sense? I mean, don't we bill them? I mean, if 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 they've got a problem with it, they have to take it up with just, you know, an actual judge, you know, and they're sitting on there for life. They've been appointed for life. And how can they stay on there? Through good behavior. What is good behavior? Making sure that this stuff is adhered to. So when you put that before them, basically it's kind of like, hey, this is what you did. If you look at all the, the federal cases when they come out on this on the debt collection stuff, it says this is what you did. This is the violations now pay up. It's real, real sweet, right real straight to the point. But do we not give them that information? And how do we get paid? That's my question. How do you protect yourself? I mean.
4: Russ, he's asking a lot of questions. Yes, he is. And, again, mm-hmm. we have to um, understand how to uh, do, do
6: the uh, court system.
2: Well, the paperwork is always there in front of us on how to come back after them. And um, you've you got to look at the um, the process of the pleading forms and the respective state that uh, that allows you to go in there and file a civil action against these actor's.
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, you have to be on the you have to be on the offense. You can't you can't be a defendant, and uh, an enforcer has it's not a plaintiff or a defendant really. Um, You've only got followers.
2: You said something earlier today, that. Cheyenne, that people—I think more people—are waking up, and I think it's, it's, going to meet, it's going to reach critical mass. That is going to become so overwhelming that the courts are going to be flooded with people all over the country. That they're going to—they're going to be caving in here pretty soon. They just—they cannot sustain the system much longer. It's not working.
5: Oh, well, You and I both know that. Um, and meanwhile,
6: you know
2: the—you
5: know the CEOs of. Wells Fargo and Bank of America and stuff like that make like $100 million a year
6: whatever they're making. No, I just...
2: I'm wearing out here. Um, yeah, those are the big hitters. The Bank of America, Wells Fargo, they're one of the big giants out there that are going to be very hard to topple.
5: Well, I'm not necessarily interested in the toppling them. I think that that's the government... Uh, I think that, you know, I, I can't do that. I mean, you know those pockets are deep. I'm um, just to the point now where I think a lot of people are that uh, you have to take, you have to get your own financial house in order in the, in, in the, in the way the Congress has written kind of and stuff like that. I think that's where a remedy is just making sure we do it right. That's my whole question is, you know, how do you get, This done, where it's recognized and not thrown to the curb. Um, A lot of people say they have a lot of ideas about that, um, but they want to charge through the nose, promising different things and then not delivering on their promise. Um,
1: You
6: know, um, I don't know. I just.
5: Know, have you gone through this stuff yourself, or you, uh, have, have you dealt with foreclosure personally on a personal level, or is it something
2: – I'm uh, beginning to, I'm to understand the process because I'm looking at it from, a, from an outsider. I'm looking closer. I'm looking um, deeper into a foreclosure process about how – but um, Richard Cornforth uh, showed me when I went to a guy by the name of uh, – what the hell is this guy's name? He's in Pennsylvania. What the hell's his name? Mickey. Now, he's in, um, he's right outside of Gettysburg. I Went to his house, um, Pauletto. I think his name is Pauletto.
4: yeah, Richard.
2: yeah Richard oh, you're Pauletto.
4: Yeah. Mickey. Stay away from Mickey.
2: He's got some balanced I mean, stuff. There. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's got some good stuff out there. He, yeah, he's he also ripped world. me off. Yeah, he did? Yes. Yeah, He got a yeah. Mickey Pauletto, yeah. And he ripped
4: off you. a lot of other people. But anyhow, I end up getting this gentleman on the call, and he ended up, Basically, he's asking, um, where did he go wrong or right? And he's getting
5: tired. It's going to be hard for him to answer that because he hasn't read the case. And I'd be more than happy to show you you, uh, my case and stuff like that. So you can kind of see it. I've got my brief, which is really three... Reversible errors, glaring reversible errors. That I mean, and you know, you only need one, and uh, they ignored all three. <laughs> it, it's very right,
6: just, with just uh,
4: like with this case that uh, the judge dismisses case because he didn't have a lawyer. I'm stunned with that
5: one. I, I, I mean, right on the record, he says uh, we had this conversation before, and I never met the man before in my life. Never talked to him. If you did what I said two weeks ago and got a lawyer and did this, that, and the other thing, you know, and it
0: went on and on and on and on. Yeah.
4: So basically, Russ, the reason why I set this call up was for you to hear a story and for you to give us the outline of what was right and what was wrong on your opinion.
2: Well, it's um, it's hard for me to answer that because I don't have access to his table about what he put in there. I right. don't understand what he did um, when he when he had a lawyer first, and then he got rid of this guy, and that's when the problems start to be. That's when this, the problems got even bigger. Uh, the judge was acting totally out of his, out of his bailiwick. There, a lot of things that he wasn't supposed to be doing. But I, it's it's very hard for me to. To find out or analyze it because I don't have any part of his paperwork about why the, the, the judge acted away because I don't have any access to the, the, this gentleman's paperwork about what, what could possibly have been wrong.
5: He just didn't want to give me any hearing at all. He just didn't yeah. want to hear. It. That's that's yeah. really the gist of it. And he's like, it can go away. Anyway, well. I mean, we can communicate. You said you wanted to get contact information so we can do this kind of things like that, but I'm going to have to go. I mean, I I've been, yeah, this has really been, uh, after five years now, six years now, this has taken a toll on my health uh, badly, and I, I'm not complaining and saying that I'm any worse than a lot of other people. I've to.
2: I tell people nowadays that if you're going to... Uh... Get involved with banks about any. I, I talk to anybody. I don't care what kind of money you're making. You know, unless they really have a lot of money, like Tom Cruise, they, they can afford that because they can. They, don't, they can do They can. do all that. They can pay property tax up by just a flick of the eye. They can pay it off. But I'm looking at the average American. I would, I would definitely would uh, tell the Amer- average American don't buy a house because they're, they're, you're going to you're going to you're to walk into a place where you really don't own it at all because the states are saying we we lay claim to it. You're going to continuously have um, property tax. They got your social security number because you screw around the IRS and put a lien in your house. I said, Don't set yourself up, folks. I wouldn't right. do it. I would not do it at all. I, I recommend people, you're making good money, don't buy a house because you, you don't own it. They're, 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 they're telling you right there, you put your document in there, you file and record it, and they're going to claim it, And then all of a sudden, a month later, you're going to get a bill. Here's your property tax take it or leave it, or else get out.
5: Right. That's the whole, about the private and public, which I don't agree about, you know, some people say, oh, you got to go private, you've got to stay on the public side. And you are in the public. You walk out the door, you're in the public. You know, you go down the street, you're in public. So understanding how you control that, pers- that, that scenario, you know, is I think, I think the key to the whole thing. A person's out there, you know what I mean? I mean, basically, it's just the, the way of doing commerce. I mean, you know, I hear, I, I went down the path of hearing people about the social security number and the birth certificate and all these different things like that, but I'm not running away from that. I mean, I'm, why would you want to run away from that? Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, control it, yeah. I, I, I think that's being an adult. You know, controlling your financial house—all uh, those things are consumer accounts, right? Am I wrong about that? They're all—they're con- all consumer accounts. Did you did you, did you, did you hear that statement? there, Russ? when you, when somebody's born, they get a birth certificate. It's deposited with the IRS, and they get a Social Security number. Is that not a consumer account?
2: It's not deposited. I see. Here, here's um. Well, well, Do you um, yeah. have a birth certificate? I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about what happens when a birth certificate is registered. When it's when it's when it's went through, when it's created by the Bureau of Vital what happens to this birth certificate?
6: Well, I mean, I got my copy.
2: Okay, um, but you have your know. copy. But what we don't understand with the process when that when they when they create that birth certificate, a registrar with the state that you were born in, Leslie, where does the birth certificate goes? And how's it processed after we don't have no idea what what's going on with this birth with this piece of paper, we don't know that.
5: Well do you know that? Can you share that?
2: Well, I'm hearing I'm hearing all kind of stories That's why I was talking to people for a couple of years and they got all these theories out there that well, your birth certificate has been uh, it's been there's a count there to put money. Why would they do that?
5: Yeah, right. That, exactly. Why would they do that? I don't I, I think well, we the
2: re- the reason why reason why I don't go along all that Garth, is because if you're debt slaves, they're going to get money from you guys or us for the next 40 years when we're working. They're bleeding us. Why would they put $100,000 or $200,000 in an account
6: um,
2: <laughs> when we're being forced to pay the federal debt? Why would they put money in your account from the person to It, it doesn't make okay. sense because they but gum it. under their shoe. Why would they do right. that?
5: I, I don't think they would. And I, and no, kind of I don't think chain, it's possible. You Yeah. Know, uh, but I do believe there's real people, and then I do believe there's – it seems to be uh, that there is contracts out there, and everything's contracts. So uh, either the contract controls you or you control the contract because you understand who who executed it and who controls
2: I'm it. The, I'm of one of the very few people in this country that don't have a birth certificate. I don't have one.
6: So you're not a real person, huh?
2: Well, um, uh, under Article 1 of the, when I tell you going to court, when they ask me what I am, I tell them I'm Article 1 of the UN uh, Charter, which means I claim myself as a stateless person. you ever hear of that?
5: That's just, just gosh, man, I don't, I think, you know, I've forgotten more than I know because it's been such a brain warp over these last few years. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's a tough one, so it's a very touching thing, but. I was only messing with you. I know you're a real person. You're talking to you, you know your flesh and blood and, and uh, uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on out there.
2: Yeah, you know, it's going to get messed because I tell you one thing. They're pushing people. See, this is not happening in just America. It's going all over the world. Huh? Have you ever heard of a guy by the name of Max Egan?
5: That sounds familiar.
2: Well, you got to go on the go on the Crow House and go on YouTube. He's on the cross. This <laughs> guy's very interesting. He comes from Australia. And he tells you exactly what's going on. He said there's a mass collective consciousness that's coming out there, that this is superseding all governments all over the world, and there's nothing the governments can do about this to stop that.
0: All right.
2: So once we, they're going to have. Uh, you familiar with that movie Spartacus? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They're going to have. They're going to have another one of them. It's called. Um, it's called uh, what do you call it, civil disobedience. On such a mass level that the government's not going to be able to control that. I don't give a damn how many cameras they got out there. I don't care how many police officers they're standing at the ready with billy clubs, armored vehicles, tanks, planes, drones. They're not going to stop us, folks. They're not going to stop no. us. No. no, no, no. I mean, let me ask you this, know. how are they going to incarcerate 50 to 60 million people who are working once you shut down the working class? How are they going to feed off us by getting tax access to tax dollars? Zippo, they're not going to get anything. The state is going to dry up and blow away it's what's going to happen we don't need them and they know that
5: how about that well there's there's, there's so many millions killed off or whatever it might be that makes more resources for other people too so you know there's some folks thinking there's an orchestrated effort to you know eliminate so many i mean i've heard talk about feeling of this and came of that and the fellow out there uh i, I don't know whether Uh, that's possibly there to get us or is there to protect us because I've heard different discussions on martial law and what it actually is, what Abraham Lincoln meant it to be. And that is to protect those that have an allegiance to the United States as opposed to those who are stealing from the United States as foreigners carrying bar cards, so to speak.
2: You know what? I just, right. you know Lincoln did something. Lincoln did that because uh, you're looking at states of insurrection, and rebellion. He had he did he did have things where he had to do he had to, he had to act prudently in the face of civil war, which he was correct. Right, but but you don't think um, the states
5: are acting disobedient now?
2: Well, um, w- well, let me ask you this: Was the South they were called Johnny Rebels? Were they were they called rebels? Oh, they were called oh, rebels. Right. Rebels means that states are in rebellion. Was the sta- were the southern states in rebellion?
5: Well, I mean, you hear it said that it was all about slavery.
2: No, I'm not talking about that. I mean, were the southern states, when they called them Johnny Reb and Billy Yank, were the southern states correctly called rebels or they were in rebellion? Were they in rebellion? They called themselves rebels, or they were called rebels by the northern. Were the, were the southern states in rebellion?
5: I mean, are you asking me?
2: Yeah. I'm just asking anybody. Were they in rebellion?
5: I don't think my so. Am, I, mean, I, I I'm just, my brain, I can't, I can't I'm going my to, to, to just.
2: My answer to that is no, because what I found out just recently, in 1860, when Jefferson Davis became the head of the Confederate States of America, he sent a peace delegation up to Washington to iron out the difference in Washington and the northern uh a government in uh, a Congress that was there rejected that. So, therefore, the Southern rebe- was not in rebellion. there. I call them insurgents instead. Because my question is, who fired the shots into Fort Sumter, north or south?
6: I'm waiting for the answer.
2: <laughs> well, isn't it supposed to be? Was it was it the Northerners that fired on Fort Sumter, which was a federal facility that was uh, that was uh, that was uh, armed by Confederate militiamen, and did the North fire into Fort Sumter? I've been down there. If that's true, who do you think fired the first shot that started the Civil War? Well, the Bill, the boys in blue.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know whether it was a trick question because it was like, you know, the whole idea about Vietnam, who shot what and who did
2: what. And well, that was a setup also, the Gulf of Tompkins. That was a setup from the very beginning.
5: Right, right. So that's just kind of written here, which you're share. But I uh There's just there's a lot of people out here, and if you look around, I think, you know, people living in fear. I mean, it's decades of... You know, it's now yellow, it's orange, it's the terrorists are gonna give us some you know who is tyranny,
2: tyranny and dictatorships do not last long. They're on their last leg for you know how much money that the, the US government is that supposedly is is um how much money they're spending? Do you know how many military bases the United States has overseas? Do you know how many military bases total that we have overseas? Take yeah, a guess.
5: I mean, it's like hundred and eighty or something
2: like that. Oh boy, you're way off. <laughs> Keep going.
5: Maybe it's 180 countries. I don't know. I mean, I know it's a lot. No, it's I mean, how,
2: many, how many total military bases does the United States have around the world?
5: I, I I remember seeing that stat a long time ago because I saw the thing 700, that showed every 700.
2: That I... yeah. 700 yeah, just, of these bad boys.
5: But yet they just gave uh, a, a port over in California to who, China. Did they just buy it or something like
2: that? 30 to thirty to $50 billion per month is being spent on military budget, and they can't spend $30 billion on the war on cancer. They can't spend that kind of money on multiple sclerosis. They can't spend money to cure uh, anterior lateral sclerosis. They can, you're, going to, you're, going to buy, you're going to take your money and buy a tank and a plane so somebody can go up in an airplane, a new F-16, they can fly mega speed and jack off at the same time flying an airplane. That's what they're interested in? Hmm. There's a sickness That's- in the society where right. you have allocation of resources into a military budget, but yet we got people in St. Jude here in in, in Memphis, Tennessee, where I lived before. You got children coming down with cancer and dying, and you're not going to put no money in that facility to help cure people with cancer, but like you're going to buy a new A A1, one A A1, one ones tank that's going to cost American taxpayers fifty million dollars. One of these monsters rolling up the assembly line to shoot a uh, a target,
5: right? I mean, you're with mean all all these the people. I- how do you get people to talk? I mean, everybody's concerned. I mean, everything we say, we all go over networks and stuff like that. I mean, everything's known. There's nothing hidden,
2: you know. Well, how do we get, how, how do we get the people's attention about what we're doing tonight? Here's how we uh, figure out how to do that. we got to look at every news media outlet in your city. In Cincinnati, we got W O W T, we got Channel 5. we got 9, 12, Channel 19. This has to be broadcast to the open public. we got to start... Uh, newspapers that's going to be getting this information up to the public in every major city in the states to let them know how these bastards in the state government are taking advantage of and murdering the people in their own state right. It's got to be done
5: The problem is just who owns the media?
2: It's not I'm not worried about that because uh, there's people in in every media that you're going to catch their attention I'm telling you what you start crying hard and loud. They're gonna start paying attention to you Right
5: I mean, there's so many groups and the networks are so fragmented. Well, I'm going to have to call it a night. I don't know what else to say. I just, I can't focus anymore. My brain is just not cooperating. It's been a long day. I do appreciate this time, and I hope to speak with you all again and and, uh, thank you. Shout. You know, I mean, we've got a big big challenge ahead of us because it's, it's not going to go away easy. I mean, look at the history. I mean, there's been times in history where you've had governments just destroyed millions of their people. And people think it can't happen here. I don't know about that. I mean, I think, I think if they call it a foreclosure crisis. But I, I think that's murder in itself because when you take a stable family and kick them to the streets, fragments that household, makes it, you know, throws it into dysfunction and poverty, I mean that's that's a death sentence. It might not happen that day, you know, but you know, when you have a a, a family that has been tight knit for decades to be thrown to the streets, it causes major problems, you know. You know, you can't just tell people to suck it up and roll on, you know, it's it's just a sad day.
4: I thank you for coming on the call. And I think Russ. And then now I'm going to unmute.
6: That that will be the question and answer.
1: Hi, Russ. Uh, I I appreciate uh, your information. And I wish people, all of the listeners, were like you, and have an intent to help, not intent to bully. And the reason we fail, the same way that make a black and white kill each other, the same way right now common law and statute and rule wants to kill each other. Instead of saying that, okay, she has a problem, he has a problem, let me come and put different notices together and we help that person. I say this idea, you say that idea, and let's see which one is the best for this situation. Let's use that one. Instead of grouply help the people or help each other, we grouply bully each other and killing each, each other to benefit, benefit the banker, to benefit, benefit the trustee, a court, a court, judge, court, judge, whatever, jail. Yeah. Yeah. We're not We're helping not each help other at other. all. Well, in my case, exactly as gentlemen were talking, they they put me, uh, they gave me judgment without any procedure, and I was busy because of lack of my knowledge. I was busy. Okay, okay,
4: I'm gonna interrupt. Someone has a back. It, it's an echo. But the reason I had these two these two guys on is to help with the steps in the court situation. So don't go through your story. Um, Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, I've done it. Many people have done it. Some people we it it didn't work. So now we're trying to look at what can work and what is the solution to move forward.
1: The solution that we can share. The solution is just to love each other and care about okay. each other.
4: Okay, you're the you one that, that you're the one you with the, call the call echo. I'm gonna have to. Gonna I'm. I have to meet you, you, out.
5: Meet you out. She could just turn down her radio in the background or whatever it might be.
4: Well, she just lost her 1.6 million dollar house.
6: Ooh. Okay, Shay. Don't have the echo noise.
7: Well, you know it's kind of empty in there without any furniture. All oh, they own a one point six million dollar house, so can't blame her. For oh, Shay,
4: okay, money
7: like. You can meet me out too, because <laughs> I might going have to, a too. Yeah, you I'm could.
4: going to, and I see Aquila is laughing.
6: She's gone too. But anyhow, the call was just about how everyone
4: basically got screwed with court and how can we overlook this and move forward to everyone to see in court, that was this call was about nothing more, nothing less.
1: And that's a good, good call. That's a good way to handle it. I agree with you hundred percent. we have to help each other. Correct. But unfortunately, I hear that we bully each other. Okay, I'm Correct. not good in English. I'm not good in speaking, writing, I am zero zero on everything. That means that you should bully me or you should come and help me.
4: Well, that's what Russ and I were were, uh, talking about today is let's somehow, or actually a few weeks ago, let's let's somehow let's help people, including myself. Let's go with step one, step two, step three. Everyone go out and do something. Everyone go and do step one. Everyone go out and do step two,
1: three. Let's see where we are losing. We're losing because we don't respect each other. We don't love each other. For no, example, no. Then, if now, Listen, when I go to court, the trustee, every, all the lawyers, when they look at my uh, court case, they know that the trustee is a liar. They know that judge favor the trustee. They know that they give a free house to the trustee. They, all of them they know, but all of them hundred percent mute. Nobody wants to get involved, and they protect each other. Nobody come against the trustee. Talk about against, uh, says bad things about the trustee. But how we handle it? Anybody come to court? Five, ten people come and say that we support this girl or we support that man. We are there for that person? No. Instead of helping, we bully. No, no. And we are proud of doing that.
4: Okay. So that's past tense. Let's move forward.
2: Well, she makes a good point. She makes a good point about you got people got to love each other in order to help each other. And yeah, she's right about that.
4: Right. Very good Correct.
2: Good point.
4: Le- let's move forward. Let's
6: go to step one.
2: Step two. Who's, who's actually meeting. burping? Sounds like Shay's Shay's gotta act. I think she might be Russian.
4: Someone's burping.
2: Not me. Not me. Yeah, it's not me. Is yeah, Shay Russian? You are unmuted. Russian,
1: Russian, Russian too. I was, too. Not, I was is, is, muted. I
2: just unmuted. Say are you Russian? No, sir. Okay, no. You sound like you sound like you're Russian.
1: No, I am in my bedroom. I don't, don't do anything. I was
2: going to I was going to speak a little Russian to you, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. But, but she influenced the election.
2: I, I, I learned from you. I learned from all of you. I you. I
3: learned from you. I learned from you.
2: I learned from you. listening
7: how many How
5: people are
7: on this call? <laughs> yeah, I think. Keep it moving. Brought to you by X-Lex. Okay. Just ignore us or mute us out or whatever. Right.
5: You know, one of the things I have a hard time, uh, you know, accepting that there's just not good people in the government somewhere. I mean, what's the point of the CFPB? I mean, why is that there? Why is Corduroy, corduroy doing what he's doing and, and all that kind of stuff like that. that? That man can't be fired unless he's in bad behavior. You know, surely there is got to be remedy here through the proper steps in an enforcement action. There's got to be. Yeah.
1: The first remedy is that don't give up and don't get disappointed. It's hard, it's very hard working, it's stressful. It's very stressful, it's challenging, but don't give up. Go back again and do it over again. Do it over. Many times they can refuse you, they can put you down, they can close it, doesn't matter. All become a, a record. Someday you're going to use it very well.
2: This is where people have to come together collectively. We're looking at every state and uh, every county and every state. We have to have people like you and I. We got Cheyenne up there in, in uh, New Jersey. I'm down in North Carolina. I'm working with people in North Carolina, South Carolina. We're hitting people. You know, we, we're, we're communicating with people on the phone line right now from different states. We got to we got to get on the same page, and we got to we got to alert people in the area where the states we're in and uh, let them know that what is going on with this government that they call government, which is not a government at all. And what they're doing to the people, they don't there there is no system of law. There there is no rule of law out there. They're doing what they do, willy what they damn well please. Uh there's the constitution to them is a dead letter. They we know that. Hopefully this doesn't get um into a full scale rebellion or insurrection. I really don't want to see that, uh, as far as mass civil unrest. people want to be at each other's throat. We gotta do this civilly, and that's what they're afraid of, if people getting together or standing shoulder to shoulder and tell them, we're not going to put up with this anymore. You get out there, we're going to throw your ass out. And they know we got the power. That's why they come after us. That's why they have to smash every last one of us when we go into the courts. They're going to pick us off one by one. Why? Because they can. Then you take 100 people, take 10 or 15 people in that same courtroom and watch uh, when they're being observed by the public about their criminal action. Do you think they're going to start making some behavioral modifications? Yes, they will. Their time is at hand right now, and they know that their time is, is – is closing it on them right now. You know damn well that people are waking up. There's nothing they can do about it. That's why I, have no I believe you're right. I really don't give a damn about their tanks, or guns, or police officers riding around these armored vehicles. I don't give a damn about that. I look at people. I, I, the,
4: I do believe they know that the time is out, but they're really pushing.
2: It's coming to an end right now because when you look at all yes. the empires, the British Empire fell, the Roman Empire. What did they? They, they overextend themselves. Across economic, political, military, they're overextending themselves. They cannot. It's going to collapse, folks, whether they like it or not. Yes. We, what we got to do is that we got to stop. We got to. Have you ever have you ever seen a movie called Conspiracy? Have you ever seen that came out in 2001? If you get a chance, look at that movie, on either YouTube or get the video. It's about the vance bon Conference that that uh, that occurred in 1942 on the outskirts of Berlin, and it's amazing. These top Nazi officials were talking about the final solution or eradication of the, of the European jewelry and Eichmann, or not Eichmann, but the man who's the head of that, his name was Reinhard Heider, he said something very interesting. He says, gentlemen, the machine is out there. Feed it. And I said that that's exactly what it is. It's a machine. You've got to keep feeding it. Once you shut this monster off and stop feeding it, the damn system is going to wither and dry up and blow away. What they got is a Frankenstein monster, virtually out of control. for we got to get this damn monster under control. We got to get people off. We got to get. We got to get Americans. If you think that Trump is going to do anything, he comes. In, he's going to be sworn in two days from now, and he's going to start a new program where make America great. No, we're the ones who have to make America great, not him. It's us, folks. We have the power. The judges know it. The police officers know it. Because once we stay, if you look at the movie Spartacus, what does Spartacus say? He says, once a slave
7: lifts his head unmuted. from the
2: sand and tells the mighty Roman Empire, no, the whole empire starts to tremble. That's what they're doing now. They are afraid of us. And they, they, all they got to do is put, they put this false bravado up there. They got to get this false bravado up there. Like, yeah, you know, we got everything under control. No, they don't. No, they don't.
5: We are America. I mean, we're, we we tr- we are America, and the government is us, and we have to take control of it.
6: Thank you. Thank you.
7: Yeah.
5: We've been. I mean, for so long, people have just been. Uh, Wait, what was the name? Uh, it's where it's said, people got drunk. Wall Street nope. got drunk, and all that stuff like that, and you know, easy credit, this, that, and the other thing, and. And here we are now. Now it's all caught up. They just can't kick the can down the road any further, I don't think. Ooh, crazy noise.
4: You are muted.
6: You
5: are unmuted. So are you folks committed to meet every so often? I mean, do you have like a set schedule that you meet or are you just going to continue to try to find people to join in the conversation?
7: Zippity-tapping on computer over there.
6: My apologies. Whom anybody, to
0: where where is everybody gone to? Does uh, anybody have the the um, same, like the link to
7: all the Patriot bullshit websites so that we can verify what Ross is saying? Donaldson's not here to give you all those links, unfortunately, <laughs> because he's the, he's the link master. Let <laughs> <laughs> me post code, a link here now. That's right there.
0: My homestead yeah. code. The, the, and the.
7: My quantum grammar is uh, not alleviating the situation. Hey fuck oh, no, I'm sorry. Hey you No, right. Forgive me for
1: cursing.
7: Still going on her on, on Cheyenne's end apparently. But it's going on my end. Cheyenne muted herself on accident and can't figure out how to get out of it. It's interesting because he's unmuted on the on on her call. <laughs>
3: Some nigger muted me a while ago.
7: Oh, uh, the way I did that for uh, I did that just to see if uh, there was any uh, noise coming over on uh, my call. I'll do that hey, from I, time to time. I
0: just want to say it's really nice to mute you.
7: Nice to
3: meet you. <laughs> 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 Hey, where are these courts that are running around screwing people? I want to watch out for the courts. I want to go sit in the
0: galley and watch this shit, because that looks pretty interesting, you know?
3: Yeah, have you seen them out and about? I bet they look like the Grim Reaper. They're dressed in black robes, you know? They're just walking in the neighborhood, scaring people.
0: I'll bet, just even if you're not, like, you just go in to watch, I'll bet they immediately arrest, arrest you and, like, slam you to the ground. It's just part of the
7: show. I bet it's awesome.
3: Yeah, the course coming to your months. Maybe,
7: you live maybe, maybe yeah. Uh, have, maybe we can like get paid for it, then, you know, like for for our participation.
0: Yeah, you got to pay your entrance fee. <laughs>
7: that so was an extra? Yeah.
3: They're not lawfully in session, so which means nobody can really do what you say is cool. Well, I mean, seriously, ready
0: well, you can get crazy after I say this. Well, I mean, you can continue, sir, Josh. Okay, Russ was talking about mm-hmm. all these courts are fake, fraud, non-commissioned, illegal, all this bad stuff. And the, the very next sentence is, so fill out your paperwork and go in there.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they suck. They don't exist. But here's how you do it right.
7: You should come over mm-hmm. to my show.
3: Yeah.
7: <laughs> Russ should be over by my call They only exist <laughs> no.
3: if uh, they're doing Tell what me. you want them
7: to do.
0: Mhm I, I find it funny ironic ironic
1: the courts are coming the courts are coming the, co- they're coming after us
3: you the, really. are- <laughs> yeah. the
6: courts are coming better get some uh, tissue paper.
1: I'm glad that you never have to deal with the court and jail and nothing. Um, I I understand your position, and but you know there are good courts too. We have number one judicial system in America. We have number one, but unfortunately, some of us end up to the right courtroom with the right judge, wrong judge. And we don't say hundred percent all of them are like that. The one that we're talking that the one we deal with it, that they did wrong to
6: us. Russ, are you still here?
2: Yes I'm here. I just came I just came back from a clan meeting. How was it? Uh, great. We had some marshmallows. We talked about roasting a pig. Uh, we burned the cross. Uh, we had some marshmallows. Had a couple of beers and uh, looking at a couple of football games. So I'm, I'm back on the scene right now. Thank you.
4: Okay. Well, earlier in the call, um, did you like that guy?
2: No, oh, I hated him. I hate his because I hate everybody. I hate everybody. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just no, he's a good guy. Good, great guy.
4: He's just looking for answers.
2: Well, we'll we, we give it to him. We're, we're going we're gonna to set him straight. I think that there's been some mistakes. We're going to—that's why, we, why we get on the line. We want to discuss what we've done, make sure that we understand what they've done. Possibly, uh, it's a learning lesson between everybody where the mistakes. We want to make sure when we go back in there, we want to eliminate the possibility of making any more mistakes.
6: Exactly. When with the
2: people, see, when you're dealing with people like the, the legal profession, these guys are good. I'm telling you, these guys are criminals, but they're very good. And they're going to try to pull out every trick in the book. They don't want to get you ensnared in their documents. They're going to try to pull one over on you. Uh, like the, the gentleman said earlier, that they don't want to abide by their own rules and regulation. But why, you know why? Because they can. You and I... Uh, we need to we have the citizens. gentleman
7: from Texas unmuted, please. Thank you very much.
2: Uh-oh. Texas? Uh-oh.
4: Okay, Russ, are you ready for the bullshit?
2: I, it don't matter to me. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I just swallowed a whole cucumber. I'm choking right now. Go ahead and put them all. Around. I don't care. It's, it's right, going to be a simple, go. it's, it, it's going to be a simple discussion. We ain't going to get no arguments, folks. Here we go. No. Here oh, we yeah. go. Everybody's I'm muted. muted. Or unmuted. Unmooted? <laughs> muted. Great, Shiner. You're great for the capital. Unmooted. <laughs> You're the best. Booyah.
3: Booyah. Tell me more about this clan meeting.
2: Well, you know what I did. I'm a black guy, and I'm the first black guy that they they spray some oil on me. And I was, uh, you know, they they said uh, they tried to grab me. I was slipping all over the damn place. And I said I had Wesson all over me. And they said hey, don't don't you know I'm not you know I'm not messing when I bring home the Wesson. So I, I was able to, to get out of there. So I'm doing fine.
3: Hey Russ, over where I'm from, we like crosses just to keep warm.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. I, 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 you and I, we're gonna have a couple of beers together. i you gonna calm down. We're gonna have fun. It's, it's
3: cold, man. It'd be cold. I ain't racist. It's, just, it's cold, right?
2: Yeah, we're gonna have fun.
7: Waste of good wood,
3: now. yeah. Yeah.
2: Hmm. You know, I I, I tell you what, oh, thing, Cheyenne, I think I think they're gonna have a hard time trying to control the American public. We we talked about how they're gonna to try to uh, to take the guns away. They're not gonna even try that. And the way you you control guns in this country, you gotta control the ammunition. So they know damn well that people have a limited supply of the ammo. So, therefore, what they're going to do, they either raise the price or cut back on, on the on the uh, the manufacturer. But you know what they're going to do? They're going to create an a, a, even a, a bigger underground black economy or what do you call that, um, uh, black market. You've got people there that don't know how to reload. They can ship this stuff from place. They're, they're not going to stop this stuff. Who in the hell do you think they're trying to kid?
4: Well, they're trying to, and and they th- they started that, what, two, three years ago.
2: They're not going to. They're not. They're not going to succeed. You know how many illegal guns are in this country? There's, they they, they, can't, they don't even know where they're at, and what what's going to happen is. I was in the military before, and if you get out there, you get the enemy out there exposing his flank. I'm talking about from the front to the side. They're vulnerable wherever they are. They're, they're not going to. They're They're going to take some hits, buddy. I don't think they want to go there. can you imagine how many well, people?
6: Did they've you been trying.
2: Yeah. They they get trapped. But they're not going to succeed. They're not going to succeed on that.
6: What war? What war did you serve in?
2: Vietnam.
0: <laughs> I said, what war?
2: What war? Okay, that that wasn't a war. That was what I call it—police action.
0: You don't call it that. The law does, actually.
4: What
2: Aaron, Vietnam,
6: that, how about the
2: Vietnam conflict? Aaron, and, that? that that made no sense.
6: Hmm? I said Aaron, that made no sense. You could still call it a
7: war, especially if everyone's still fighting over uh, you know, fighting over the table, dinner table about it. It's all a matter of opinion and uh, interpretation, I guess. Yes. It doesn't take away the fact that more than fifty thousand people died over there for what. Uh, so I'm still scratching my head on that one. Some, uh, some, uh, some false flag operation junk with uh, Tonkin.
2: Ah, you know that too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, or president or LB, oh LBO never run again for the prison of your president, but Linda Bain Johnson, the one that set the dog on thing up, well, that's why we got over in the first place. Are you familiar with that, Cheyenne? Go
4: ahead, go ahead.
2: Are you familiar are you familiar with the golf of Tonkin uh incident? No. Well, if you get some time, you want to Wikipedia. Uh, no, false flag operation. Yes. Yes. Hmm. False, flag, uh, false flag operation with false teeth. There you go.
6: Yeah. I met a guy <laughs>
4: you and, and he helped. Oh, imagine that one. And he was ah. only a friend. And he had, at times, would stop by. I at that time I had an apartment, and at times he he was just oh, like yeah. fall asleep. Narcolepsy. So I would let him now listen. I would let him sleep on my couch, and oh, yeah. there was many a times he would wake up and just saying bizarre shit. And he went to war.
3: Like you do.
6: Not
4: <laughs> Rodney, K, stop doing stupid shit? Seriously. You're Anyhow, a this hot n- story.
7: Yeah, just hang on for a second, Roddy.
4: <laughs> yeah. Okay, letter, I'm going to mute out people. Friends. You're being ignorant.
6: Anyhow, Russ, this guy would just wake up and just go almost like crazy. And he told he was back there shooting, I guess, shooting people. Now, I guess that that was a backlash of the war. That he'd wake up? Yeah, he woke up. But right there, it
4: just showed me that how many problems that people have coming back from the war,
6: what they went through. That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, now you know the reason why he woke up in that state of mind.
6: It was really sad to to see that.
2: Well, what, do you, what do you what do
4: you call that? Oh, there is a name for that. Son of a
1: gun.
2: What call they call it PTSD, but there's something more to that too. Why veterans like that wake up like that, even to the day, why they do that? Um, it, it's called exposure. You're looking at a long-term exposure under combat conditions. You, there's something that, that never leaves you; it's always there. That's why when you Sleep with people around that you can't. You can't walk up and wake them up and shake because they'll, they'll take your head off. It's, it's too deeply ingrained. There's no way. You can, there's nothing you can do about it.
4: Hello, I didn't sleep with the guy. <laughs> he would just come to my house. I fed him. He was a great, go- awesome guy. We were friends, and he would at times. I knew he couldn't drive, so I left him sleep on my couch because he got into a different, I could tell he was getting into a different, and and he didn't drink, do drugs, but I could tell he was getting into a different
6: mood type thing. So I, I offered him my couch. And then when he started waking up, And he actually thought he was still at war. And now that's what scared the hell out of me. Make sense? Hello? hope
1: so here so just
4: basic basically just it just tells you what people went through over there when they're they're actually
6: fighting a war that's it's not a war And then what did it, what did they end up come?
4: Um, they end up doing the orange. What was that? The orange.
2: The orange.
6: Yeah, a lot of people got that one. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, these people really, really, they have to be stopped. Yeah. Okay, I'll mute. Are you ready, Russ? I'll mute.
4: Unmute.
7: Uh Oh, probably. All right. Here we go. All
4: right. Here we go. All right. Go ahead, Mike.
7: Hello. How are you doing tonight?
6: Good. How are you? Feeling nice. Okay. Do you have a question for Russ?
7: No, I do not. Do you have Uh,
4: anything to say?
7: I'm okay. How about uh, how about over on uh, my end? Any of you two? Uh, Quilla, you got a question for Russ or or uh, West Oklahoma? Roddy, right, Kate, you got a question? Is that Carl sawing over there? Who is that? Carl, you got Damn, a question? Together, you got seventeen guests. Damn, no question. <laughs> no question. Uh, okay. The the defense rests. Just to correct the record.
4: All right, guys. I'm not. Right. I'm not into your mood of being stupid, Russ. I do thank you for being on the call. I thank you, you for um, helping uh, the guy out. Wait a minute.
3: Are you getting rid of Russ?
4: No, I'm trying to get rid of you all.
7: One four two zero six. You may come over to my call if you wish, Russ. Uh, when the show's over.
3: <laughs> I he. I don't think he's got the time for your bullshit
7: think he could handle it he gets mad and hangs up with you. well you know the i was being serious about the correct the record part though so that's you know that that's an actual term would, would you agree with that russ i mean it's like if something was
2: like wrong incorrect or something there's
7: nothing wrong with that there you go yeah so there you go there's a question for him <laughs> okay see everything's okay
4: Any statements anyone want to add to this
6: call? It is actually yeah. a very
7: ni- it was a very nice call. Go ahead, Rodney.
3: Hey Russ, that guy from Texas thinks you're full of crap, but he's too chicken crap to come on and debate you.
4: Would that be phase
6: one? Well Shane I'll keep,
7: well, keep meeting them out. Would
3: that everyone's unmuted.
7: Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, it's on your cross this Texas. Yeah. He's he's forty. He's two chicken.
6: Well, he's, he's unmuted.
7: Okay, but don't move him anyway.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: Oh, that reminds me I have to go get some eggs later.
3: He's so chicken, he's afraid the rest is gonna fry him up.
4: Okay guys, let's let's stop with this. I don't want my call was filled up with bullshit. Small talk. So either you do have uh, something well, to say, a... or you don't.
7: Well, look at the bright side. At least there's no. Uh, at least there's no hatred. So you know everything's good. So so good. Uh, good, clean. Uh, I don't want to say fun, fun, but you know just uh, like a little relaxed. Uh, uh, good stuff happening. Do, do, don't you believe so, Sarah?
4: Well. I would like to have your opinion on the call tonight.
7: I
3: think it was a nice call. Money, Mike. Would you permit me to ask Russ a couple questions? Yes, you may. Russ, you got a copy?
6: Got what? Yes, Russ is on. Well, go ahead, Ron. No. Oh, wait. There a, go ahead.
7: Go ahead, yes, buddy. Russ,
3: Russ, Russ, do you have a copy of Black's Law Dictionary? Really? I, I've been looking to get one, but if he's got a copy, I'll just see if we can look some stuff up.
4: Uh, I don't think he used
6: that. What? Which uh, oh, specific yeah. volume? I was here. I was here. Oh. Do you have a copy of Black? Do I have, do I have a Blackstone Dictionary? Yeah, I have a. Uh, I have all of them. I needed. All
7: right. go ahead. Go ahead, Roddy.
3: Do you have any? Do you have any on you at hand? Can you look up a couple of words for me and some friends we have been doing some research? But we don't have a Black Soul Dictionary yet.
2: Well, I have. I have. Uh, I, most of them I have on digital, but I have the Black Soul Dictionary Sixth Edition. But I have since I moved again. I think it's it's in one of my boxes. I don't know where it where that particular dictionary is at right now. And I'm looking to see if I have it around here. Let me see if I have. Really? Black around here. Let's Thank you, see, Mike my Put it up.
7: Stop, that ain't me. Stop. The
2: dictionary was falling apart. Did you look, look up some words for us?
3: We see them in court all the time or legal stuff, but we don't see them defined in the chapters. So they don't exist on the chapter, you know? Okay.
6: Yay, Nay? Well what we got here
7: is failure to communicate. what we got here is a two way call, and it's been an interesting one Cheyenne's community call, and the uh, meets the Ile toys It's an interesting combination <laughs> Along, just just. To,